Hello and welcome back to the Velocity Network podcast. My name is Ollie Henderson and in today's episode I speak to Guillermo Correa. He's the Managing Director of the Workplace Innovation Lab and Venture Capital at SHRM, S-H-R-M. Society for Human Resource Management is a professional human resources membership association promoting the role of HR as a professional providing education certification networking to its members. Therefore, as you can imagine, verifiable credentials are a really significant part of the way the organization thinks about its relationship with its members and that's one of the subjects that Guillermo and I discussed today particularly in the context of data within organizations and how to ensure that that data is accessible trusted and also interoperable so as well as looking at the broader context of technology in HR Guillermo explains the challenges which HR professionals are dealing with every day and how we should go about thinking about solving those problems. Now, as I said in last week's show, the Velocity General Assembly is taking place on the 19th and 20th of June in New York City. We've put a link in the show notes for you to reserve your ticket. So let's jump into my conversation with Guillermo. So Guillermo, pleasure to have you on the podcast today. I always like to start with a broad contextual question. So From your point of view, what challenges do you see in the industry which verifiable credentials can help solve? Sure, absolutely. Um, And I I guess I'll address that. Obviously, I'm part of um, SHRM, right? The the largest association in the world, you know, in in which uh, um, HR professionals uh, are, are part of. Um, and, uh, you know, so looking at it from, from that perspective, right. I, I think that a, a major, um, challenge that the industry has is, uh, in regards to the knowledge that these people have, right. Um, about digital credentials, about the HR blockchain. Um, I think, uh, educating this, uh, uh, audience is, is definitely, um, a, a, a a, a challenge or a first step that I think any organization that is dealing with uh, digital credentials like the Velocity Foundation needs to really, really focus on, right? Um, you know, I, I think there's still a lot of another challenge is that um, there's still a lot of people that associate digital credentials with Bitcoin. Bitcoin tends to have a, a negative uh, uh, meaning in, in, uh, in this industry, um, and, and so I think that, that it's worth it to, you know, to, to show, you know, some of the great positives that can be done with, uh, digital credentials. And, and like I was saying specifically for, for me, looking at it from an HR perspective, um, mm. for the overall HR blockchain. Yeah. And that's a really interesting point, isn't it? And I think language is really important in helping people frame what exactly it is that any solution can provide. And I think we often talk about, the data layer underlying the labor market, which of course, from an HR point of view is so important. It's sort of understanding what the the skills are that people are collecting as they go through their careers, how you interpret those skills. And I think that potentially is a really useful way for us to communicate collectively to HR professionals to say, well, look, actually, this is a way of capturing that data in a way which everyone can understand and everyone can trust and is interoperable. You could transfer that data easily. And, And I suppose that's where 
velocity comes in and I know you've been working closely with some of the team over the past few months to start understanding that and start trying to take some of the vision the mission that velocity has behind it to as you say kind of translate that across so how do you see velocity fitting in directly to that challenge yeah I I think um, that velocity is definitely addressing um, something that is needed in the marketplace right and when I say that it's needed in the marketplace I'm looking at it from the perspective of being, um, how should I put it, uh, of, of not putting any type of uh, uh, fencing around the, the technology, right? That it's an agnostic technology that anybody can get access to, right? It's vendor agnostic, it's customer mm-hmm. agnostic, right? Um, and that's the way it should be, right? When you think about the internet, for example, right? There are protocols that are set in place and anybody can get access to the Internet, you know, as long as you're following those, those protocols. Right. Um, but nobody owns the Internet. You know, yeah. it's open to to everybody. And that's the way that the HR blockchain needs to be. Um, it needs to be opened up to everybody. Um, any vendor should be able to get access to it. Any customer should be should be getting access to it. Um, and, and honestly, uh, for um you know, and, and I know that there are some vendors out there that that have kind of created their own ecosystem, right? That that's not going to work in the future. Um, you know, you need to be open, um, and and you need to be to be able to to share it uh, across. Just you know, and, and it should work in exactly the same way that the internet works. Yeah, again, it's a really important point, isn't it? It's the trust point. People need to believe that there's no disincentive to to use these platforms. And now, looking forward. What benefits do you see specifically for HR professionals as organizations begin adopting an understanding of these technologies and start adopting some of the benefits that they bring? How do HR professionals benefit and what about the individuals themselves? Because of course, all these the HR professionals are yeah. building their own careers. So they're seeing it from two different angles. Yeah, well, well you know, certainly looking at it first from um, a professional right? Like, like an, an individual, right? Um, you know, and I'll take myself as an example, right? Um, there, there's a lot of, how should I put it? There's a lot of skill building that I do outside of just my, my typical job or what you see on my resume or what you may see on my LinkedIn profile, right? Things mm. that, that may not um, be readily available to somebody unless they come and ask me for it, right? Yeah. Um, so, I think that in the future, individual professionals are going to have the or, you know, any any worker, right, is going to have the opportunity to be able to um, put their information out there Um, and not just that, but uh, but to actually control their own data. Right. Um, And, and, you know, so then that's looking at it for for the individual. Right. And then for an HR professional or an organization, um, they are going to get access to all this data. Right. Um, they are going to be able to find candidates that maybe they hadn't even known that that, that were available. Right. Um, and that's very important for HR, because when you look at what, you know, one of the top issues, if not the top issue that HR is dealing with, which is retention and recruitment, um, this this, you know, having the, the ability to, to look at, at a wide variety of candidates across the world. Um, you know, for specific skills that you might, you know, that, that you may be looking for, 
um, becomes very, very important, right? Um, certainly, you know, as you look at the skills gap, which is only going to continue to grow, I mean, there, there's no slowing down right now. At least we're not seeing anything that's going to slow that down. Um, yeah. So being able to get access into an HR blockchain that um, has millions and millions of, of uh, employees available right around the world um, is going to be supremely important for HR. Um, it's just definitely going to make HR more strategic and efficient. So Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I appreciate your thoughts and I'm looking forward to sharing some of these uh, ideas with you over the coming months. Um, I know you're going to be joining me and some of the team at the General Assembly in June. So uh, we can we can chat in person there and then perhaps uh, share some of those thoughts with the listeners as well. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. That was my conversation with Guillermo Correa from Sherm. I really appreciate his time and his insights. As you heard at the end there, he will be in attendance at the Velocity General Assembly in June. So make sure you reserve your ticket today. You'll find a link in the show notes. Again next week, another fantastic guest. So I'll see you back here then.